it's something about the natural sounds of outside that's kind of soothing. Can be. You, have, you, you know, you're right. You're right. right. You, know, so you got the air conditioning units. Uh, you got the generators. The generators. Can you remember back then you used to sit at the generator? Have to sit at the generator. If you didn't sit at the generator as a child, was your childhood fun? It could be. You, you can't. You cannot. Were you in the house? That's what these kids nowadays are doing. They got to be in the house. You got the um, planes in the air. I don't even really see no planes. And now, I can hear the clouds moving. You hear the clouds moving? I need your ears. <laughs> and maybe because you got supersonic ears, you get a cloud moving. I can hear the clouds moving. But this is the happy hour edition of You Can Argue That. We are going to have some fun today, man. i tell you what. Let's do a little quick rundown of what is on schedule. Oh, man, I can't wait, man. Of course, we, we are in the city. Oh, beautiful Texans. City. Yesterday, Sunday, yeah, and of course it wouldn't be fair to just, you know, you're a guest on my show as in like I'm a guest on your show. For for y'all who don't know, I do have young and educated, my boy Phil. Hey, 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 how y'all doing out there? Who has kicking it with Phil? His own EP that airs on YouCanArgueThatSports.com, and you can also find You Can Argue That Sports the Happy Hour. At YouCanArgueThatSports.com and SoundCloud. Of course, we got to talk about the Patriots. Oh, yeah. We can get them in there. It's looking spooky, as I like to say. Spooky. Uh, these NFL roughing the passer calls. Man. Woo. Now, Woo. that's looking very, that, that's very looking frightening. Spooky. frightening. spooky. All of that. All of the above. And, of course, media day. Oh, yeah. We had media day here in Houston for the Rockets. And one of the most, uh, how can I put this? Covered media day happened in LA today. Oh man! Uh, for the LeBron James <laughs> Lakers and the company, yeah. it was oh yeah, it was covered. I will tell you that. Oh, yeah. So let's um, how about this? Let's take a quick break. We'll come right back with some action. Uh, let's get a cup. Let's what are we gonna drink today? Uh, well, since I know you was on my show, you said. The goose got your knees a little taken away, so we're gonna we're gonna go with the other side of the brown. Let's go with the other side. This is the happy hour. We do drink, we do talk sports, and we pull up a chair to argue that. And we will be back shortly. Anything else you want to leave them with? Hey man, uh, football is is it's here. It's, it's a fit like we're on in that first quarter of football being done. That's, that's about it, man. Just ready for football. There goes the ice cream man. We will. I don't know why he's selling ice cream at seven o'clock, seven o four at night. But it is sun out still, and we will be back on the other side after the break. Back. We are back. You know what I mean? I'm excited to be quite honest with you. I had to kind of wake up a little bit. That's what the happy hour is for. We yeah. have wild turkey. American honey. American, let's write them ice off. American yeah. honey. American. So I didn't get a shot of that. Oh, yeah, American honey, man. And I'm glad I'm not America's team, though. Well, man, we, yes, we, we, I have some thoughts on that. But before we even get to America's team, let's stay right here in Houston. Let's stay at home. Oh, okay. Now, so, since you are a Texas fan, I'm going to let you kind of kick it off. Um, what's going on? Do you want the truth, a whole truth, or nothing but the truth? So help me God. Because, uh. I can tell you the truth is, um, 
I want to say it, but we might need a new coach. Might need a new coach. We might need. Uh, I tell you back. We need a new coach, and the biggest thing we really need is an offensive line. That that is that's that's our biggest problem, and it's not even close. It's not even close. Like I can see Bill O'Brien calling horrible play calling, which he's done the last three games, but offensive line doesn't get it. They're not blocking. They're not pass protecting. It's just it looks bad. We're not moving the ball. Deshaun Watson has to escape as soon as he gets the ball in his hand, snap to him. And it's like, yeah, we're not going to get anything done, accomplished at all. Is it panic time? Not yet. Not yet due to the fact that we have, like, the Jaguars and the Titans have a 9-6 game. So that means they can't score either. So that means we have a chance to beat them. And I think Indy is still defeated, right? Yeah, no, Indy has one win. They have, okay, yeah, they, they got a win. win. Yeah, we are last in the division. We're 0-3, but like I said, we are – one game behind Indy, one a game, two games behind Jacksonville and Tennessee. So, and we see Jacksonville twice again, and we see Tennessee again, and we haven't even played Indy yet. So, I feel we have a good shot. It's not panic yet. Maybe we lose this fourth one in a row, then we're gonna talk about panic. Yeah. So I watched the game, of course. You know, um, and. The biggest thing that I took from that whole game is don't panic on Deshaun Watson. Yeah. If you press the panic button on the Houston Texans as a whole, then go ahead and do that. Because, I mean, you're right. If you guys lose four in a row, then I think justifying firing Bill O'Brien after that fourth game was justifiable. Yeah. Now, I'm a, I have always been a big Bill O'Brien supporter. Maybe because I've seen him take trash and dress it up and make it look good. Christian Hackenberg. Uh, we had, you know, you guys had Brock Oswald, especially right? Brian Hoyer. So Brock and Brian Hoyer actually made the playoffs. Yeah. And um, he he was there for that. Yeah. And so that's what I like. He has continuously taken a lot of trash as far as NFL standard and make it work. Yeah, don't forget injuries as well. He's also and injuries. I mean if you look at this this is the Suns ninth game he just played. Start yeah, ninth game started. Starting. Yeah. And considering he was drafted last year. Yeah. And so you dealt with injuries with him and then offensive line play and everything. So I wanna exclude Deshaun Watson out of that. Uh-huh. Don't hit the panic button right now. It's, yeah. it's way too early for him. Because, to your point, as soon as he snaps the ball, they are at his throat. Yes. Yeah. They are at, and Deshaun is a guy that wants to make plays, so you know, to his fault, he has been holding the ball a little bit longer. Yeah. But that's I think that's because he wants to make the play for the team, you know. Uh, and, and, of course, among other things, the run game is not complimentary as you would like it. Well, I, I, for the first two, well, for the first two games they were the third one. This third one it wasn't, but I understand you had Snacks Harrison in the middle, and then you had Tomlin, Dalvin Tomlin at the other end, and then we made win a superstar. We made him yeah, a Carbo Cowboy player. Carry win. I mean, and let me say this. So, real quick, there's a theory out. I have a curse on the Giants. Ooh. This theory has been into play after the second Super Bowl against the Patriots. 
Now, if you remember correctly, at the beginning of this season, we sat right here and I said, I think the Giants will win that division. Yes. The Giants started 0-2. Yeah. The Giants looked bad in those first couple games. Eric Flowers was the right time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And in previous years, every year that I pick the Giants to do good, they do bad. So here's what a friend asked me to do. This is exactly what he said. I want you to go against the Giants. I need for you to pick the Giants to lose. And so I said, okay, I will. So it's just a test theory. The Giants won. Wow, you like you're batting a thousand still. And the crazy part about it, around the third quarter, when the game was kind of at a coast, but you can see the Texans started to make a push for it. Yeah. That only happened, I believe, because I started to believe the Giants were going to win the game. <laughs> and so I had to stop, stop, they're going to lose, they're going to lose. I think I have a curse on the Giants. And if they keep messing with me. Thank you. Hey, you might have to, might have to put it on them. The, the trash part about it is the curse only works if they do not play the Patriots. They do not play. That's, that's wild. That's really sucks, wild. right? No, but uh, – Back to the Texans. Bill O'Brien is on the hot seat. Oh, yeah. He, I mean, it is hot. Yeah. But, and I say but, it's only so much you can do when you arguably have, it's not even arguably, in the first three weeks of football, the New York Giants, the Seattle Seahawks, and the Houston Texans have the worst combination of offensive line. Yes, yes. Well, you got to put the Colts in there, too. They're, they're, they don't protect the injury luck, too. Well, and that's true. But And I'm looking at everything. Everything. Okay. I think those three are the worst group of offense alignment together in the NFL. So much so, the Giants had to start another right tackle. They had to snatch Eric Flowers. Out of there. Out of there. That's how bad. Let's take our shots. Yeah. That's how bad he's been. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was smooth. Real smooth. That's a happy hour shot. But that's how bad he's been. Yeah, he finally got his spot taken. And, you know, he did go up against – and how great of it was to see J.J. play like that. Now, I know he was going against a technically a second stringer, but – But he showed up. He, he, three he sacks. I can say J.J. finally looked in shape. Healthy and, and had confidence. Exactly, because everybody was getting on him because he hadn't had a sack in two years or whatever it was. He only played like six games. Yeah, exactly. He only played five to six games, and it was just like. But the first game, he looked like he looked like he was getting gassed, and it was like, okay, we can tell you sat out preseason. You really haven't got game speed. You haven't even had an attempt of having game speed. Anything, so it, it, it showed. But this game, hey, he showed up. Not big only time. Wasn't the sacks? I mean, of course, the sacks were huge. Yeah. But it was certain plays I was seeing with the tip passes, yes. uh, attempted tip passes, uh, uh, tackles for Lost, losses yeah. like, for the exactly. running back. His moves were crisper and, and quick because they already very, quit. Very, so it was like, whew. I was like, man. That it was, was some, it, it, you know what, honestly, looking back at it, it was a lot of positives you can take out of your game. Uh, I think, number one, Deshaun does not have quitting. Exactly. And he actually had a very good game. Yeah, he I did. Think so, he did. He did. Considering everything that was going on. Yeah, he threw for over 325 yards, two touchdowns, uh, an interception. Um, but he was very calm. He was very calm and cool and collected in the pocket. That's what I like to was. see. And another thing I was noticing was he would take accountability for his mistakes or the receiver's mistakes. And they had on-field communication. He was letting them know that you needed to do this or 
whatever the case is. I'm seeing that in Deshaun Watson. Another positive thing was Tyron Matthew looked good. Yes, yes. Tyron Matthew, I mean, he's looked good all season, but he, he he's slowly coming on, and uh, he's playing for that bigger contract next year. Yeah, exactly. He looked good. And you guys have a nice tight end uh, oh, Atkins right now. Yeah, Atkins and Tom, both of, them, I, both of them look really good. Really good. And the biggest thing, you brought this guy in to help out your number one guy, Will Fuller, look very Man. good and dangerous. Man. I got to give kudos to Will Fuller because I thought Will Fuller was just a speed guy, no body names. catcher. We 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 have went back and forth on, on our shows with other people. I've never – well, when he came out of college, I didn't believe in Will Fuller. I, I didn't either. And yeah. um, boy, did he put work in to use those hands. Man, and, and his speed and his strength. He like, he he's actually – he ran over a corner for the New York Giants. And I, and I was just like – Man, where, where was this coming from? And then again, on when they scored the touchdown for to get fifteen, he actually used power to get into the end zone. Like he caught it at the half yard line, but he used power to make sure he wouldn't go down and get into the end zone. And I was just like, man, that is that's something I didn't, I didn't think Will Fuller could would, would had coming out of college. All I thought he was was a speedster that runs down the field and catch body catching, body catches the ball. I thought Will Fuller would be very Ted Guinness. Yeah. Exactly. I look at Will Fuller right now, and he can he can be a very I mean, I mean Will Fuller can be what the son Jackson has been for years. Yeah, yeah. Except for the son Jackson is a legit number one receiver. Uh, right now, he's playing number two because yeah. Mike Evans is on the other yeah, side. Yeah, Mike Evans is definitely but, on the other side. So since the son Hopkins is on the other side, the other Hopkins rather. It's on the other side, and Will Fuller is going to mm-hmm. take that Deshaun Jackson role. It's yeah. not Jackson and Deshaun's yeah. But uh, And I think that's going to be huge for the guy that they traded up for two years ago to get. Yeah, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. Watson. Yeah. Those two guys are going to be very, very nice for him. The tight end package, from what I'm seeing, the first three games are going to be very, very nice. Yeah. And I'm glad to see... J.J. Watt get that confidence and moves and Chris moves and what he was doing back yesterday. And then the rest of the defense. I mean, Matthew looked good. Kareem Jackson always looked like he yeah. was taking care of business. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Jonathan Joseph actually locked down on, on his side. He really didn't match up with Odell much. And he was able to – anybody else on his side, he was able to shut down. But my biggest thing in that is, is Devin Klein. He looked he? he looked very lethargic. Like, he looked very not interested – I don't know if it was a scheme. Cause I, I seen early game, he was lined up in the middle of the field, that linebacker inside, and I was just like, "What's wrong, man? What are you doing?" I found myself asking. I see, I see JJ, JJ on the field. exactly. Where is him? Exactly, and I was like, maybe because he was injured last week, and he's, but it's just he hasn't shown us enough to like, hey, we ready to give you this big fat deal that you expect at the end of the right, year. Right, and McKinley, coming into the season, we knew. Players like Aaron Donald was going to have to get that contract. Yeah. Khalil Mack, yeah. Uh, Odell Go Beckham, and then yeah. we knew, hey, Jadavion, you were in that draft class. You're still on that rookie tender, that fifth year rookie tender. You're still on that. What's going on? And for a guy that you would want to see ball out from start to finish to get the money because he was only an all pro last year? Yeah, he wasn't all pro. No, he was all pro bowler. He wasn't all pro. He was pro okay. bowler. What about the year before? No, nah, he hasn't been an All Pro in his career, but he's been to two, two time Pro Bowlers. Pro Bowl, right? Yeah, two time Pro Bowlers. The last 
consecutive years, you, you're thinking, okay, hey, this is the Pro Bowl. I mean, all Pro year. Yeah. This is the year that you put your stamp on it. And the first three games, well, the first two games, because he didn't play the first, the second game. Yeah. I kind of found myself asking, where is Jadavion? Yeah, rightfully so. Rightfully so. So, um, moving forward, hot seat for Bill O'Brien. You guys do benefit from that division. Yes. Because yes. it's going to be a dog fight within a division. And you can still possibly win a division. And it wouldn't be a shocker to me, a surprise, if someone won a wild card position yeah. off 9-7. and seven. Exactly, exactly. It wouldn't be a shocker. No, it wouldn't be at all. Because I, I actually, like I said in my show, I pretty picked the Texans to go nine and seven, ten and six at the, at the at the most. Mm-hmm. So and I thought healthy, you guys were at least going eleven and five. Eleven and five. Able to see, you still not even healthy because yeah. of the offensive line, your front five is not yeah. bad. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So <laughs> let's take a quick break. We'll come back. On the other side, we're going to stay in the AFC. However, we're going to take it up north. The New England Patriots. You may be surprised about what I have to say about my favorite team. Thank you. All of that and more on the next side of the happy hour edition of You Can Argue That Sports. Go to happy hour and always talk sports, dude. No, 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 no. What's no. going on in life? What's going on in life? And uh, Young Dolph dropped some new pro- new project. Dolph did drop, and I found myself really enjoying it. Oh, wow. I've, I've never been a uh, big Dolph fan. Yeah, exactly. Just... But Dolph did drop a very nice project. Yeah, he did. He did. Um, Young Thug dropped the EP. Yeah, Young and Thug. And I'm a guy who always admits, like, I'm not a Thug fan, Damn, but, but he did drop Bar to Six. Bar to Six is really yeah, he dropped bangers. He dropped, yeah, he dropped a project lately. He has tailed off, but yeah, I liked his EP, which was called On the Run. Yeah, On the Run. Yeah, you as a V. You know that's that's the new generation. We just sometimes you can't. We have a song featuring Six Wack. See that that that's another black. That's that's how I read it. Six Slack. Six Slack. Black. He's lacking. He's lacking sixes. What's man, going on? man, come on! Man. <laughs> What's that six lag? That's what you see. That's Kowalin laughing. <laughs> That's weird, man. Media day. We're gonna definitely get into that. Yeah. Um, but we still are in the yeah. The no fun league. The uh, can't touch it. Can't touch nobody league. Can't touch nobody league. The, uh, I can't wait to talk about that. The future um, of the net. The, the, the bigger one. The future. National Flag League. That's going to be the oh, future. Wow. The future. That's nice. Yeah. That, and you know what? That's exactly what it's going to be. Yeah. What? Because you, you got to lay down a quarterback when you tackle him. You got to hug him. Yeah. You got to put him in. Get the pillow. Yeah. Put the cover over top of him. That's the only way you can, you can sack him. It's sad. No, it really is. Like, I really started looking at, like, uh, how do you, like, as defense play, they're getting all this money. Because these people are getting money. Khalil Mack, Aaron Donald. Right. All them did. Corners, Gilmore, last year, two years Long ago. Little. Von Miller, like it's just all these defensive players getting all this money, and then now we can tell you what you've been doing for your career. Twenty plus years. You can't do that no more because he's illegal. But then you let's just, go ahead and stay on this subject too. We, can, we definitely have time to get to the Patriots. And they go to the plane. They go to the plane. 
but natural sounds, man. <laughs> it's like natural birth. Well, I, yeah, I haven't seen one, so I would not about that one. But so here, here's what I'm I'm looking at with the NFL. What's your deal for Seth's day? Are you expecting that these quarterbacks are just that soft, or are you making a business decision because you know people watch the game now for points and We've seen that they're on pace. The NFL teams are on pace right now to have the most touchdowns as yeah. a whole in one season. Yeah. So far. This is week three. Yeah. They're on pace to shatter that record. Exactly. Uh, the pace of the game, you're getting more touchdowns because on third and six, your defensive image, uh, uh, lineman, uh, like Clay Matthews comes around the corner, gets your quarterback, and does it the right, right way, quote-unquote, they throw a flag, and now you have another opportunity. 15, another 15 yards, automatic first down. They're having more opportunities to score all of these points. Uh, so I'm looking at, uh, is this a business decision, or do you think the quarterbacks are soft a week? I, I think it's a little bit of both. You know, they want to CTE. They want to try to curve and make the game more safer. And I'll just be like, uh, it's a violent game. You choose to play it. But, like I said, it's also they want to score more points. They're going to do whatever they can to score more points because they feel that's what fills the seats. That's what people come to see, offense, yeah, that's excitement. Also, that's also BS, man, because, yeah, we want to see points scored, but we don't just want to see points handed. I don't want to see uh, – yesterday what happened with Clay Matthews was – it was confusing for me because I've watched this game for so long, but not only was it confusing, I'm thinking to myself – what do you want do you these guys that's getting paid millions to, to do? Exactly. And that's all. What do you want them to do? Like, it's like legal hits are illegal now. Like, when you can sit there and say, hey, that's a great form of tackle, but it's not right. It's illegal. It's going to get you a penalty. So. You ask yourself, okay, well. So what? Am I supposed to just. Let them throw it? Let them throw it? Or should <laughs> they start wearing red jerseys in the real game now? Are we going to have practice for real games? I don't, I don't know. But and it's unfair to the referees. And I'm, I'm going to be honest by saying this. I mean, fans nor technically the NFL players pay their check. The NFL does, and of course, without the players, you don't have the NFL. But what I'm getting at is, they only really have to do what their employers say you need to do. Yeah. The employers implemented this new rule, yeah. this new tackling gesture or whatever the case is, and so they are having to throw it. Now, what I do have a problem is I think the referees are trying to get accustomed to the game and acclimated to this new rule, and what they're doing is they're flag happy. I'm seeing yesterday was one of those. It looked like as soon as he came around the corner to sack Alex Smith, I felt like the ref already had his hand on the flag to throw. Yeah, yeah. That is becoming about- very flag happy because you're antsy to make the quote unquote, and I say quote unquote because I don't agree with half of them, but the right call. Yeah. And you just want to get a flag out real quick. Okay. Oh, I, I even put it like the way you said it is a great point. The way I put it is, it's almost like if we go to music, how now beats and producers nowadays when they make music, they want to be seen. They want to be, hey, this is a Mike Will, this is a Bait, I mean, a Zaytoven type. I think the officials are the same way. Yes. Hey, I've been officiating 15 years. Say you get a 15-year vet ref. Hey, 
you know my name now. We can go to the club and be like, hey, we know that ref by his name, his first name. And that's why I feel that these refs are I've doing been, I've been saying referees want to be stars as well. Yeah, exactly. And so I've, I've said this for a while now. And the first time I really had a beef with him was the fail Mary. And actually, today is. Was the fail Mary. Mary yeah, today so, was the anniversary. You know, you're right. You have a ref that's been. I mean, we have refs that's been around this game. Yeah. At the professional level for a very and, long time. And, and they do get paid. They do get compensated very well. So, very well. So, it's, so they get compensated very well. Why not say, hey, I'm here. I'm a part of this game as well. And I've, I've, been, I've been here. You've been in the league five years. I've been around 20. Exactly. I've seen more in this league than you have in your five years. Exactly. And I definitely think there are uh, – the NFL is giving referees an ego to have. Exactly. Number one, of course, you already you determine the outcome of a game. Exactly. You are the one that can let an offensive holding call slide or call it because if we're being completely honest, that's probably holding on ninety percent of the play. Yeah. You're right. not. You're not gonna call holding nine out of ten, 10 times. Time. Yeah, that's. You're not gonna do that. Yeah, you will have fans walk out of games if you do that. Exactly. You will have people. No, tell them what you would do. Yeah. But you're not going to call it nine out of ten times of the game. So you're able to pick and choose. If it's a second and seven, I can afford to throw it outside of a third and five for a game winner. Exactly. Is that even? You have the decision button. Uh-oh. Passing interference. Uh-oh. Roughing the passer. 15-yard penalty. First down. Automatically. You have the power to do that now. So you I don't like some of these guys that talk crap to me whenever I try to officiate a, a a regular game by the rules I've been destined, or de- not destined, but but given the Give call, I go through this training. Y'all don't respect my yeah. job. I tell you what, I got you. Okay, the uh, end. Yeah, I got you. You go pass rush. I got you. Don't worry about it. Hey, you know what? Who's a, who y'all playing today? He's on my fantasy. Hey, Alex Smith. I got him starting against y'all today. He's like he needs flag. Yeah, he, he need that touchdown. I need a touchdown for me, so I'm giving him the red zone. Blow your whistle. Exactly. And throw your flag. That's it, and that's what the refs are doing, man. It's it's just it's just. How long do we have until we have a flag football? Two years. That's pushing it. That's pushing it. That's a little pushing. I I don't know because we might not have football in two years. (laughs) And what they probably do is have an American flag football league that come. Exactly. That's going to be people are going to start going out there to play, and it's going to get hype. Exactly. So it's just man, wow, it's just. Referee, stop trying to be seen. We, we get you. you. You get compensated very well to officiate a game. A game that—that's a game. It's a game. It's not like but it's, it's in, in football's case, in any professional sport, it is more than a game, technically. But what I am seeing, it's just like okay, that one student in elementary that you know doesn't have many friends, uh, has one friend, but they never in the same classroom, so he's always quiet, and the teacher knows he's quiet, and he does his job, and so the teacher says, hey, I got to step out, I need for you to watch the class, here goes a pencil and paper, and for the kids that maybe teased him, or didn't want to be friends with him, he was ready to write their such and such did this wrong. Some sports guy talked about my mama. Young and educated tricked me one time and, and milk got on my clothes. That's what the refs are becoming. Yeah. And not only that, when you come back to class as a teacher 
and you ask the, the kid, okay, who messed up, who acted out while I was going, and they give them the list, and then you ask them, you know, yeah, well, did you do this? And they say no. Half of the classroom is telling you I didn't do it. I, I sneezed, and, and you know, made, whatever the case is, it made kids laugh because kids laugh and sneezes. Yeah, true. The ref, the, the teacher, is the commissioner, and you're just going whatever the ref's saying. You're not holding accountability to the people that you're playing or putting in charge to make these calls. Exactly. And you're taking so much out of the game of football, it's, it's irritating. Yep. And it's starting to become very, very weird. Exactly. And, and on top of seeing with that, it's also, it's just a safe, like, I understand safety. I'm all for safety. But it's football. That's why, that's why people pay the money they pay to watch it. But if you go back into Roman time when they had the Coliseum back in Rome and all that, what, they, what did they battle to? Yeah. And that's what people want to go see. They will shut down the whole entire country, town, wherever they're in. And not only that, that's what people who signed up to play. Well, hey, exactly. Knew what they were doing. Now, of course, we're not saying yeah. football is a game of death. Yeah, exactly. But what we're saying yeah. is you've known what this game is about for so long. Exactly. And what's transpiring in my mind with the NFL is you're either purposely <laughs> telling these refs, hey, it's not even about being afraid. Throw it out. Yes. Or what you're saying is Alex Smith, Kirk Cousins, Andrew Luck, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Trubisky, uh, you know, Jerry Garoppolo, Goff. Jerry Goff, and shout out to Jimmy Garoppolo, speed recovery. Uh, Jerry Goff, the quarterbacks, and I didn't say Cam Newton because they never called him. Mm-hmm. They don't. Place, but that's another subject. Yeah. These quarterbacks are very soft. Yeah. We have to cuddle them. We have to make sure they're good. We have to hug them and let them know, hey, if you fall, we'll be right there to pick you up. Exactly. That's what I'm learning no, the, the, from what's going on. Exactly. That's and, and that's a great observation, a great observation. And it's just like, because you <laughs> – like you're telling a defensive player, the player that you're paying me, like you're paying this man millions. So now now I'm starting off something with this. You're trying to take away the incentives that you have in these defensive players' contracts to say – Hey, you don't meet this criteria, you're not getting all this money. Well, if I'm hitting the guy the right way, I'm getting the sack, but it gets taken away because I tackled him right but drove him to the ground or I I'm 290 pounds and I was coming how many miles? Exactly. And my my trajectory was down and that just happened to be where his feet is at because he has to walk and run with his feet on the ground. Because he plays the sport of football. Yeah, so and it's like, man, what's really what, 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 what's really you trying to do here? Like, is it you trying to take away my incentives? Are you trying to teach safety? Or are you trying to color your superstars? And right now, we definitely know they're coloring superstars. The yeah, quarterback. Yeah, much so. And then you you get into the, the the now. Not only are you determining the game, but you're costing some money Com- to these players. Exa- Packers against what was it? Packers against who they played last Where's- week. Yesterday? No, no, last week. Last week. When when Clay Matthews got his first oh, rough in the past, was, was it the Vikings? It was the Vikings. It was the Vikings. Because the Vikings missed all those field goals. and they cut. It was the Vikings. Because the Vikings lost to the Bills this week. And that was just outrageously crazy. Yeah, that, let's talk about who, who is Josh Allen now? Who? Josh Newton? Yeah, and that, that's Cam what he, Allen? But he looked like Cam Bush. I mean, Josh Bush. When he's hurling over people. Reggie Newton. <laughs> Bro, the man was out. I was like, this man Josh Allen out here. 
He said, I'm tired of y'all calling me trash. Yeah, yeah. He had a decent game, actually. I, I he know he had a he had a he real had a good, good game. game. So better than Nate Peterman. Anything's better than Nate Peterman, but yeah. that's yeah. that may be the worst quarterback I've ever seen. He's neck and neck with Brock Osweiler. And Ryan Lee was pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. Ryan I didn't really get a chance to really watch Ryan Lee, but he was pretty bad. He was, he was. Um, but it's just man, it's Yeah, these refs are getting totally out of hand and um the league is allowing it. Very much so. There is not some acknowledgement by the end of week eight. Yeah. Then you can damn sure bet your pants that that will also go along with the case against the NFL for the next CBA. Exactly. And on on top of it, I want to get in real quick. A player got hurt because he had to change the trajectory of tackling somebody. The man, uh, William Hayes from the Miami Dolphins. Ah. He tore his ACL because he had to change – his trajectory on hitting a quarterback. It's another thing. Once you have these men going these miles per hour and they're second-guessing themselves, you are causing fear. And what fear will do is cause exactly what you fear. Yeah, injury. It's ACL injury. ACLs, hips, ankles. Bruise, you know, whatever the case is. We don't know where we're going to stop with this. At all. I don't know. Um, And there has to be, something has to be said. Let me not exaggerate. Week eight may be too soon. But if if this is not added until the, I'm sorry, this is not added until the end of the year report where, like, players voice their concerns and everything, and if it's not really looked at, that's going to be another reason in that CBA year that crucial CBA year for the NFL, yeah. by far the most crucial, yeah. players are going to hold out. Because now, like you said, good point, I'm missing money now because yeah. I don't know what to do. Exactly. Missing bread. You don't want to miss bread. Uh, when we come back, we can finally actually get into the AFC North with the New England Patriots. I did pick the Miami Dolphins to win this division yeah, on you your show. Yeah, they are 3-1 right now. I mean, 3-0, yeah, and, oh, and the yeah. Patriots are 1-2 with their long win win against Texans. When we come back, we're going to go ahead and get into that, all of that, and more on You Can Argue That Sports, the happy hour. Pull up a chair and drink with us. Hey. Shots we in? How many shots we in? Just one. Just one. Huh? We, we got to get another one. We're going to have to get another one to start this uh, segment off. Let's go ahead and do that. Now, as my uh, guest for today pours the shots, I want to come to you guys from a humbled place. A place that I like to call, I knew this was going to happen to you. The New England Patriots, two weeks in a row, we play, what's that guy's, Blake Farf. But, yeah, yeah definitely Blake Farf. We play, we play Blake Farf. Uh-huh. We allow Blake Bortles to play arguably the best game he's ever played in his yes. career. Yeah, in the NFL. And then yesterday, the New England Patriots played the Lions. Lions. And boy, was I out thinking to myself, Woo, we don't have nobody to throw to. 
they they doing that gunner coverage on Gronk and uh, there's nobody else out there that can do anything. Didn't didn't y'all train for a guy? Woo. Our defense can't get a pressure. Oh. Uh oh. Our defense can't stop a nosebleed. Ooh, this is two weeks in a row. Two weeks. First time since what, 2015 I lost to him? A long time. Yeah, that's. Ooh. Am I surprised? No. But it's about to look on your face. No. I knew everything that's transpiring right now was going to catch up. Yesterday we had the reports come out that there was indeed a deal done to send Grunk to Detroit. Detroit yeah. And Grunk simply said, I'm retired. If I go to Detroit, I'm retiring. Tom Brady's my quarterback. It is Tom Brady or bust with me. Yeah. And normally when these stories come out and players, coaches get asked, they always say, I, I don't know nothing about this. This is false. I don't, you know, Patriots play a Patriot way. They deny it. This is the first time we've actually heard yeah. a player say, yeah, this is what's going yeah. down. Yeah. yeah, this is true. I was out the door, but I told him, if I go, I'm done. Yeah, I'm retired. I'm retired. That's number one. Now, I'm looking at everything that transpired in the offseason. You trade away Brandon Cooks. Uh-huh. Uh, Marco walks, rightfully so. He is playing terribly right now in Tennessee. <laughs> um, you, you brought in Jordan Matthews, and Kenny Britt was on your, on your squad from last year. Uh, you don't re-sign Michael Mitchell. He's gone. He's a guy that showed up big in the Super Bowl two years ago. Yeah. Knows the playbook already, just dealing with injuries. You, you, you sign Jordan Matthews. You cut him. Kenny Britt, he's cut. Eric Decker signs, and then he retires. And then a few years ago, you traded away Jamie Collins, a guy that can get pressure on the ball. Sure. You traded away Chandler Jones, a guy who's led the league in sacks since then. And then you not only did you trade Chandler Jones, you got him. When you traded him, you got Jonathan Cooper, who is no longer on your team. Not only that, there was there has been rumors of rift in that organization and beef. Since it came out, Belichick wanted Jimmy G. And Robert Kraft and Tom Brady was like, hey, no, we still got a terrific time over here. Yeah. We're not rocking with G right now. Uh-huh. That caused beef within their locker room and organization. And they, Belichick was forced, who is the GM, Yeah. was forced to trade who he didn't want to trade because the owner said, "Hey." and I'm sure it kind of went down like this. It's either his job or your job. Belichick had to make that move. Yeah, got, got to. Everything that has been going on has, in my eyes, been a self-sabotage by Bill Belichick. Yeah. I think Bill Belichick is on a mission to prove I got those five rings. Yeah. I brought in those players to do what I wanted them to do, what this playbook calls for. And I did it for cheap. And the moment the player was, was hurt, I got rid of him. This is what I did. Yeah. And on the other side, Brady and Kraft, who are buddy-buddy, no, this is Tom's work. This has been Tom's doing. Tom is out there making those key plays. Tom is out there finding those players, putting the touches on those passes. Tom is the reason why the, the, the best offensive weapon that you've left us with, Bill Belichick, hasn't retired. Yeah. Because if you would, if Tom would have left, there's no Gronk would have might just okay. Oh, Tom is leaving. 
That's my chance. That's my cue. I got to go, y'all. I won my two Super Bowls. I got to go. I'm arguably top two tight ends of all time. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going. Tom is the reason why that guy said, no, I'm going to stay because Tom's here. Yeah. Not you, Bill, because apparently, obviously, let's look at some of the things you've been doing. I brought up you trade Chandler Jones to Arizona for Jonathan Cooper. Where is Jonathan Cooper right now? I don't think he's in the league. Please look that up for me. Okay. I don't even think he's ever in the league. Who else? You got since it. you've traded uh, Cooper, I'm sorry, since you traded Chandler Jones, he has led the league in sacks. What is one of your biggest issues right now on the defense? Not even on the defensive end. What's one of your biggest issues? Uh, you can't get a pass rush. You cannot get a pass rush. Oh, and Trey Flowers goes down with a c- concussion. Yeah. Who led the team in sacks. Is a really good player. Led the team in sacks last year. But you, you had... Chandler Jones. Yeah. yeah it, oh, you ship Jamie Collins to Cleveland. Because he didn't want to act right. Be, he didn't be go because he wanted some of that money. Yeah, yeah. He didn't want to act according to the. Now, that was the guy that can get to the quarterback. Exactly. And speaking of Ch- uh, Jonathan Cooper, he is not in the league. He was on the practice squad for the 49ers at one point this season, but now he's not in the NFL. Okay. So you brought in a guy from a team. He was on your team that he's now at another team that he's not at a team no more. Exactly. And he was on three teams that same year you got traded for. Him. Hmm. But you traded this guy for a man yeah. that led the league in sex. In the Super Bowl, biggest issue. I don't give a damn what you can say about Malcolm Butler right now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he is playing bad. I think he leads the league in the yards giving up as a quarterback. Yeah. He is playing bad. Uh-huh. But you don't think he could have did more than what Badamasi did? <laughs> and now he's in Houston. And especially at halftime when you realize we're not getting those tops outside. At all. We're not getting pressure. No. There's only one sack recorded in that game, and it was at the last second yeah. for the Eagles. Silly. Yeah. You didn't get pressure, and you couldn't stop a nosebleed in the first half. At all. And you stick with your guns, quote, unquote. Yeah. You trade Brandon Cooks. Yeah, that's, that, that was a head-scratcher. You trade him, he had a thousand yards with you guys, played big in, a, in one of the most, you know, biggest games he played in last year was against the Texans. The last second catch yeah. to beat the Texans. Yeah, yeah. He played big for Tom Brady. Yeah. He played big in the He had a big catch before he went out in the Super Bowl. Before he went out, Tom liked him there. Yeah. And when he was on the field, that opened up so much more for who? Grunk. Yeah, exactly. He that able- opened up a lot for Edelman, and mm-hmm. it allowed Chris Hogan to do what Chris Hogan no, does. Good. Yeah. Oh, Danny, Danny and Madonna had to leave as well, and he said he's finally happy to play football again. Yeah. Man, that sounds so... It's a lot of things that I'm looking at with Bill Belichick that you're self-sabotaging this team. Not only are you taking away weapons, and I'm not even going to say Edelman because he's suspended. He'll be back at the next game. Yeah. And Madonna had to get out of Dodge. Yeah. You cut Kenny Britt, who was already there. Now, I know Kenny Britt is not a guy that... You know, we know what Kenny Brick M.O. is. Yeah. But you only dressed three receivers last night. Yeah. You think that's safe? Considering the fact that you've lost guys to receivers yeah. in the middle of the game? Yeah. Do you guys still have Philip Dorsett? That's another thing. Philip Dorsett was 5'10". And last night, I saw frustration on Tom Brady. He's just trying to make something happen. Yeah, make something out of nothing. And there's nothing there to make something out of. Yeah. You let go of Jordan Matthews. Oh, man. Of course, he was dinged up, and I've never been a Jordan Matthews fan. Man. But that's that's a, at least it's that's something. A body, yeah, body out there. You say only dress Eric three. Eric Decker gets there. He retires. Yeah. Now, who knows what Eric Decker would have had left in the, in the, in the tank anyway? Yeah, exactly. 
But that's three guys gone right now. Shouldn't you replace three guys? Exactly. Well, they did, and then they, they, they replaced them. They traded for, you know, Josh, Josh Gordon. Gordon. We'll see how that works yeah. out. He was inactive yesterday. After yesterday's performance, I 100% see him playing next Sunday. Next oh, he, he, next he has Sunday to. Play. He has to because he has to be active 10 games. He has, he, has, he has me after 10 games, so that hamstring he got going, he's going to have to. They say he's healthy. Yeah, I, I, I believe he's healthy. I, I really do. But And I like the fact that he is, his, his locker is right next to Tom Brady. Yeah. That's nice. But what I see out of the New England Patriots is a team that, for a very long time, was able to put on their shades and block out. Put on your shades, put on your headphones and block out everything that's going on, yeah. even internally, you're able to get by it. But what I'm looking at right now, and the only reason why it is it is not that vocal is because the players for the Patriots are not that vocal. But I see some very similar issues that the Seattle Seahawks went through when they did not run the ball. And it was slowly breaking down now, the Seattle Seahawks have had players like Richard Sherman, Errol Thomas. Yeah. Um, Cam Chancellor. Cam Chancellor. They had vocal players. Yeah. Marshawn Lynch retired. But, uh, yeah, retired. And Grunk threatened to, to retire. retire. Yeah. You're, you're, you're sabotaging your team. And the one guy that you should always want to make sure is taken care of because he has negotiated his contract. He has taken less money. It's Tom Brady. Exactly. Tom, I'm going to take away weapons that you want, yep. weapons that you need. I'm going to try to take away one or two or three tight ends of all time. And I'm going to make sure that you're going to have to continuously throw us into games because we're not going to stop a nose point. No, not at all. That is what's going on in New England. And that is what's bothering me. I am not shocked because I've seen it. Is it possible for a turnaround? Anything's possible. Especially in that division. Anything's possible. But it's very aggravating to see what the hell is going on right now. Yeah, and after all that, I think you need to take a shot because uh, that, that rang you a tad bit, uh, tad bit hot. Because, like you said, he took it very into a I've seen it before, Bill. And it's it's very staggering. But with that, I just feel you can't have a voice in New England. Because if you have a voice, you get Jamie Collins. You get Challenger. Now, mind you, Challenger Jones is tripping. I think he was on K3 or K2 or whatever. Yeah, but, yeah, Challenger, we, we know his whole family. We we know his brother and Bone Jones. So, we, we know that whole family. It's right. it's, it's a different breed. But you speak your mind in, in, in you New England. You're trying to reach the Seymour way in his prop. We've seen this before out of you didn't want to sign. You didn't want to sign Willie McGinnis back. You let him go play for the Browns in his career. It's, 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 it's continuous. A lot of people, and like you said, Amendola. I finally I like football now. Like I I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. Man, I'm enjoying football now. Ooh, I'm happy to play football. That, that's wild. I don't I don't have to win nothing else. I'm just happy to be playing the sport I'm playing. Exactly, and man, but I think Bill Belichick is doing it so he can go ahead and say, hey, you know Robert Kraft, I love you, great guy, but I'm gone. I think he's really setting up his way to get out of New England. And I see that because not only is he doing that, he's making sure since you guys did not want me to, did not allow me to run things. I've been running things for so long because 
Robert Kraft, you were so buddy buddy with Tom, and yep. you didn't want to let me pick the guy that I brought in yep. to be his successor. And then I had to trade another guy, Jacoby, to Indy, and that was a good trade yeah. for both teams. Um, but since you held my hand back on this, I'm going to set this team up very bad. Then I'm going to walk away. Yeah. And then I'm going to see how this franchise grows without Not me. Exactly. Exactly. Bill Belichick's system, he, he's, he, he, he's a mastermind of his system, and he knows how to break down his system to where it's going to be a while before you bounce back. Because I don't think it's going to be any more Tom Brady's running in the NFL draft coming out of college. And I don't think all these quarterbacks they pray so high in college is going to be similar to Tom Brady. So now you. you know, it's, and, and you're going to. And you, Tom Brady is the mold that you look towards being him and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, but it's, it's see, tough to put that on the kids. And it's, exactly. And so now you're going to try to get a young guy to, to do that. Because I, I really thought they were going to take the chance. To um, take the chance of Lamar Jackson, I really did. When Bill Belichick said, "Hey, I like the Deshaun Watson kid from Houston," hey, another similar guy. Now I'm not we saying Josh McDaniels here. Yeah, you know he's very creative. Old at yeah, around. but I like the pick. We picked Sony for that pick. Yeah, I think Sony will actually turn out to be a very good starting running back in this league. But but th- those are all pieces that are they're nice pieces. But we know we need a quarterback in this. League. This is a quarterback driven league. So now you say you got Tom Brady who wants to play until he's 45, but what if Bill Belichick says, hey, I'm not here for you to play for 45. You're not going to have anybody to play with. Because That's what he's doing. <laughs> so Tom's going to look back like, man, this 45 might not look long enough to play because I ain't going to have nobody to throw to. Like, I understand I'm great in my, my own respect, but I said that I've taken pay cuts for us to get players. Now I'm taking pay cuts to get I'm players. And I'm taking a lot of crap from you. Exactly. And I'll – Without saying nothing over a decade plus. Exactly. And I won you five Super Bowls. I, I put up one of the highest passing, the highest passing uh, performances yeah. in the Super Bowl yeah. history. And back to back Super Bowls at that. I came back from 20 28 3. Yeah. I was Bill, suspended four games, won the MVP of the league. Bill, give me what I need, not what you want. I need this. Yeah. But hey, so, I, that's my rant, man. I just I'm seeing what's going on with these Patriots, and I seriously, it's not shocking at all. Because why? Well, Robert Kraft has an ego. Oh when no. You're an owner in the NFL. That's, I mean, look, Jerry Jones has an ego, and he hasn't won a Super Bowl in 20 plus years. Yeah. 22 years. Robert Kraft has been a league owner since, I believe, 1998. Yeah, I think, yeah. Right, yeah, right, right, right. Around the So it's, yeah. it's been, I said the most, 22 years. Yeah. I got five on it. Five. I'm going to these owner meetings, and I'm winning two in a row. I'm winning, I'm winning three out of four, four years. Yeah. I'm coming back 28-3. Who's doing that for me? My guy Tom. Yeah. This is I'm talking I'm 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 flexing with Rick Ross and Amigos and Meek Mill. Tom. Meek Mill is at our game. Meek Mill is I'm I'm, I'm I'm Tom I'm I'm Robert Kraft. I'm doing this. I'm the hot shot owner. Yeah. Jerry, you can talk a lot of all you want, but I'm winning these rings. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I got an ego. Here I am, Bill Belichick. 
I turned this franchise around. Uh-huh. I made one of the one of the most pivotal decisions in NFL history ever to stick with this guy, Tom Brady. Yeah. I traded for Randy Moss when everybody thought he was done. Yeah. Yeah. I brought in Corey Dillon when he was having issues. Yeah. I had Sayal and I had Brewski and I had I, Nikovic. You've had. You, I, I, you know what I mean? I, I brought in these guys. Yeah. I you know, I had Asante. Exactly. I did this. And I'm, I'm coaching this. Exactly. Look at my coaching tree. Yeah, look. And it's not that stellar, but look at the guys that everybody. It seems like every other year, people look. Hey, Bill, can we get one of your quarter? One of your uh, office OCs? OCs? Can we get one of your DCs? It, I got it, an ego. Exactly. He lost to his DC this past week. Hey, I'm Tom Brady. Look at my wife Giselle. I have a handsome face. I won five. Super Bowl. What, four am, MVPs? I am a four-time MVP in the Super Bowl. I've broken records. I'm a, what, three-time MVP? Yeah, in the league. One time I was suspended four games? Exactly, and I came back and tore the league. I have an ego. There are three huge egos going on right now. The ego of the owner, who owns everything. The ego of the coach, who coaches everything. And the ego of the player. Who plays and wins everything. Yeah. You think Brock Osweiler can go out there and do that? What Brady's been doing? Not even remotely close. You know who's the best quarterback we've seen outside of the Patriots to play for the Patriots? Drew Bledsoe? I mean, since Tom Brady. Oh, since Tom Brady. Backups for Tom Brady. You know who's the best? Jacoby Brissett? I would go with Brian Hoyer. Because Brian Hoyer actually led the team to the playoffs. I would say Brian Hoyer. You think Brian Hoyer can do everything that I can do? No. Tom Brady's never <laughs> went 9-7. and seven. No. Well, Matt Castle went 11-5 and didn't make the playoffs. Well, that was with New England. Yeah. When he left, yeah. what did he do? Chiefs, he, 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 he Chief, they made the playoffs. They made I, the, need, I need to see that. They, they, made, they made the playoffs. But you see what I'm saying? Oh, no, I see exactly what you're saying. The guys who you think are going to do everything, and speedy recovery, Jimmy G, would that same injury would have happened if he was in New England? Mm. You, you right. Hey, so we you on to something. You on to something. Who's here? Who's only been hurt one time out of 17, 18 years? Me. Tom Brady. Who's won five Super Bowls or four MVP? I did this. Tom well, Brady. I coached you. Well, I own this. There's a big, big beef because of egos right now in the New England Patriots. And you know who you got to add to that because he's going to ride for this guy? Drunk. That's my two cents on everything. There's a lot of self-sabotaging going on. Um, and I'm, that's it. I don't know if you have any refreshments no. you want to add on that eulogy. No, you must definitely hit the nail on the head with that one. That's that's flat out, man. Uh, interesting fact, though. Interesting fact. Matt Castle is in the NFL as we speak right now. Is this with the Vikings? No, he's with the Detroit Lions. Wow. Okay. <laughs> well, that, hey, that's an interesting fact. That's an interesting note right there. This is the happy hour. You can argue that. Only on you can argue that sports.com. One stop shop for sports. And SoundCloud. When we come back, we want to dive into Media Day. Media Day, yeah. NBA's around the corner, huh? Yeah, he's around the corner. And I got a little I got a little trash talk I got to do right before we get to the NBA media. Oh. All of that and more on the other side of the break. Hey. Take a shot with us and pull up a chair.
feel like we're an outside bar. Yeah, yeah. Be happy hour. Well, we are outside bar, kind of. You know, we got, you know, got some, some shots going. going. Yeah. Shots going. Happy uh, hour, you know. The addition. Um, yeah. Media day. Media day. But man. before, but first. Yeah, but first. <clears throat> you. Period. T. Period. Is UT back? Are you talking about University of Tennessee? Nah, they got no, their no, behind. No, 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 Oh, no, but no, so they got no, their behind no. kick. No, 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 oh, no, no. Okay. I mean, a team that, you know, in back-to-back weeks. Back-to-back weeks. Okay. Down in Austin. Okay. Two convincing wins. Two convincing wins. Okay, okay. Mm. The USC, you know, you know, hey, USA, it's USC. Yeah. Oh, University of Spoiled Children, yeah. Come on, TCU. T. Hey, like I, I get on my show, I gave y'all a hand clap. You know what? I'm gonna give you four this week. Way to go, UT. Way to go, Longhorns. Finally, y'all looking like a football program that's the most. Oh my gosh! Because I had to go back and watch the game. Yeah. What made me smile the most mm-hmm. was watching our defense. Yeah. Fly. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh, were they fly, flying? And out of everything, completely out of everything, boy, do we have a number one receiver. Yeah. You talk about in um, Colin Johnson. Colin Johnson, yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, can he make plays. Yeah. Or does he have hands? Which is exactly what Ellinger needs. Because Ellinger, he likes to throw the ball. He has a, you know, he wants to put it up there. And the play where Johnson had to jump in the end zone and go grab it. That's the Texas football I remember. Cause like every time I see UT football, I always picture that Lyman sweep against was that Ohio State where he makes the catch, goes and gets it, falling backwards and catching. I was like, I think that was the year I went to the national championship, and I was like, oh yeah, they win the national championship. Ain't nobody stopping UT. I don't care who you are, you can be an NFL. You're not stopping Vince Young. You're not stopping Lyman Sweep. Ramon Taylor. Yeah, yeah. Jamal Charles. And I was like, that, that's, every time I picked it when I see you, I'd be like, man, that's the UT I remember. That's the UT I used to go boys and play with. Hey, where you committing to? I'm going to UT. What you mean? You know they got like seven running backs. It don't matter. I'm still going to UT. I'm going to UT. It don't matter who you are. University of Texas. I'm blessed, man. Woo! Like, hey, I, I, get, talk your stuff. Talk your stuff. There it is. Hey. Four more claps. Y'all boys. We look good. Y'all back in the top 25. Now we got to play. Who we were? Next, y'all have K State. K State. That should be another win. That should definitely be. And you know what happens when you get when you get three in a row? That's called a win streak. Something like that. And we already got a, a rank win streak. Yeah, exactly. Hey, y'all, hey, I get that. I'm saying y'all, y'all looking good. One more set of four claps, please. I, 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 I gotta get extra. Thank you, sir. Cause my, my, my guys, I'm happy. Cause boy, was I ready to switch jerseys. <laughs> At halftime. Boy was already retired at halftime when we played Maryland. Oh. I think I denounced him. <laughs> you did. I, I did denounce him on Twitter. My boy told me, said, I'm a Bama fan. What you mean? Bama. Bama. No. Oh, man. My, my, my account was hacked. Yeah, okay. All right. I was just making sure. I, I didn't want really to really put that against you. I thought it was. I thought I thought you was cool for a second. Got account was hacked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the NBA media day. Oh man, that means basketball is around the corner. Around the corner. Around the corner. Right. I always expect basketball around the corner, anyways, when 2K drops. 
Have you played 2K? No, I haven't. I have not. Have you, have you like, saw it at all? or? I've seen trailers. I've seen through other people that talk about it, what you got to do to grind. I'm just like, I'm sorry. I'm football season still. I'm still in football mode. Playing Madden? Yeah, playing Madden. So I'll play I, I, I be in 2K. You actually made soon. me a receiver. Oh, the okay. first time I met a player in, in forever. Oh, yeah, that's the. Uh, it was kind of boring. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're my, nothing compares to 2K's my career player, none of that. Longshot's pretty nice, though. Yeah, yeah, I, I like it. I like the trade that they did in there. It was, it was crazy. I haven't got that far. Oh, but uh, um, but battle, I mean, 2K, like 2K, it's it's going to be there. Because yeah, you, 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 know, you know my biggest thing on basketball, basketball don't get started until December 25th right. for me. Because, like, fall is for football, playoff baseball. And fall is not really basketball. It's just It just starts because, you know, they have so many games. <laughs> it's 82 of them in basketball. In basketball, I don't think you need that many games. But it gets started for me around December. Speaking of basketball. <laughs> 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 what is that? Funny. What is that, man? One more time, one more time. Kawhi was laughing. Now we're on NBA Media Day. That was a laugh? Kawhi was laughing like he was the only one that found out the joke was funny. Like everybody else in the room was like, I don't, I don't think you should be laughing at this. <laughs> Wait, what? That's the first time I've ever heard Kawhi laugh. Yeah, that, that Hopefully it's the last. That was... Terrible! Oh my gosh, it's, it's terrible. Laughing technique. And you from California? You from LA, huh? Ooh. I'm trying to laugh out there. I thought so, but I guess not. <laughs> like I, I heard them all laugh. He's from LA. Yeah. I've heard James Harden laugh. He's from Cali. Yep. Yeah. I've heard he, Russell Westbrook. He's from Cali. I mean, LeBron James, who's now lives in LA on all season, like he he. Bear Davis is. is from Cali. He laughs pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. Man, oh, what you got on that? What? This is why he wants to go to the Clippers, huh? I've never heard him laugh that poor. That, that's why he wants to settle for the Clippers. He could, that's why he'll settle for the Clippers if he goes to LA. That's that's the reason why. Like, he don't want he don't want nobody to see his see him. I think that's what it is. You gotta hit a full thing. If you guys, please take out your ten. Take out the time to go listen to the full thing. It's hilarious. Yes. Uh, but back to the media day, Houston Rockets media, media day. Swag. Uh, Swag. Swag champs. Swag. Hopefully we can get national, not national, but uh, NBA champs this year. Hopefully. I don't want swag champs no more. I just want to be. I want to be a champion. I just want to be a champion. I just. The Houston Astros. The I just Rockets. want to win a ring. I just want to see That's you it. guys win a ring. I'm, t- I'm tired of going back to my old VHSs of 93, 94, 94, I'm 94 95. I'm tired of looking at it. I am sick of it. I don't want to hear about what happened when the city won and the. the Heart of a champion. Shut down. <laughs> Heart of a champion. Well, we need to be a champion this year. I don't want to swag it out. No more. I mean, it's cool if you can swag it out at the same time. Winning the ship. Winning the ship is number one. That, that's number one. I'm excited, though. I am, too. We I- have a potentially very deep team. You, facts. Pause. I, I don't know. I don't know. When is Brandon Knight projected to come back? Uh... Early, early regular season. He's probably going to miss training camp and, and uh, preseason. So, he'll be back early. Because right now we have two guys, well, three guys on our bench with Brandon Knight, 
Gerald Green, Carmelo that's going to have a green light. But we don't know if Carmelo's on the bench yet. He just knows his role, as he said today. So you going to start James Ennis? It's going to be a good mixture. You think you're going to start James Ennis? For defensive purposes. See, but that's just I think. Well, you're right, because what Scott did say today, Mike Antonio, or he said that he's probably not going to play P.J. Tucker and Melo together. So P.J. Tucker's going to start at the four. So looks like Melo probably will come off the bench. You're right. And I think I, – I definitely think uh, Melo will get more playing time eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Uh, yeah, Melo's going to come off the bench. Look, I'm excited because we have, of course, Chris Paul is coming back. You know, every time I, I see him in an interview, he wants to – he wants to run it back. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the thing. That's the thing. Run it back. Run it back. James Harden has been virtually the best. The best two guard in the league for the last three, four, five years. Not even virtually. He's been the best two guard in the league since he became a Rocket. Yeah. Um, so year ten running form. Year ten. You know MVP last season. There it is. He has only missed. How many games has he missed as a Rocket? Uh, probably like 20 at the most. At the most. And he's been virtually here. Virtually f- very healthy. Yeah. Uh, uh, no injuries. Uh, I'm looking at P.J. Tucker, what he brings. Yes. I'm, you know, I'm not really looking for P.J. Tucker to do anything outside of what he's been doing yeah. for Rockets. Yeah. I'm just, Perfect. Shoot the corner three and play, play the defense. That's it. And, 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 and rough him up. Exactly. James Ennis is a guy who I believe can be. Very versatile. Is that? I would just. I, I, I feel a lot of people are sleeping on what James Ennis can bring to the team. I'm not saying he's gonna go out here and go drop 15 or 20 points. It's just. It's At just, any given night, I believe he can. Yeah, no, he can. Cause I watch. Plays with the playmakers yeah, to do so. Exactly, and I just feel like he's a guy that everybody has under the radar, and he's just he he's, he's very good good defensively. That a lot of people don't give him credit for, because he's been on those bad Memphis teams that's always been hurt. So he's right. always had to be a scorer and a defender, and it's like. Uh, we're kind of in a league where if you're the primary scorer, you're not you're really not going out there. Yeah, you're not the primary defender at the same time. So it's – I feel it's a good point. But another another big acquisition that people don't really – I, I, I never know how to pronounce his name. But he used to play for the Raptors. He's a long guy. His arms are long. I just like the uh, – Bruno – I know exactly what you're talking about. He's going to play the four. Yeah, he's going to play that, that, that four, three, four, the four, three, whatever. Another good thing that I took out of today's media day for the Rockets was, you know, Clint Capella set a goal. He wants to be defensive player of the year. See. And I like that goal for him. Because nah. that means you're going to completely buy in into anchoring this defense. Yeah. You're going to completely buy in into basically becoming uh, a Tyson Chandler for the Rockets. Yeah. And that's – I like that. Of course, he's going to be younger than Tyson Chandler was when he was with New York or the Mavericks. Oh, Mavericks when he won a championship. He won the defensive player of the year in the championship. No, he won the defensive player of the year with the Knicks. The Knicks, okay. But he got – But then, how he anchored that Mavericks. Yeah, yeah, Mavericks defense was, you know, was outstanding. You're going to completely buy into that role. Yeah. And, of course, you play with James Harden and Chris Paul. They are going to find you. Yeah. You're going to have games where you drop 24, 13. And, yeah. You know, you're going to have those games. Yeah. To say, come out and say, I'm going to win the defensive player of the year. I like how you buy into that. So. Yeah, that that also is is great, but also scares me because he just got paid, he got his money, but it's just people know who you are now. You're not a you're not a secret anymore. Like last year, you were like, "Was it coming out party?" Yeah, and everybody's like, "Okay, now it's oh yeah, we're gonna game plan. Now we gotta worry about you on a, on a scouting report." 
and how are you going to adjust, make that leap from year three to year four to where you're, you can win that defensive player of the year. You can be that anchor for a defense, for a championship caliber defense. Well, I mean, for the most part, looking at the character, the type of player uh, Pella is, I mean, he, he works. Yeah, he does. He works. That's, that's an attribute you can give to him. You know, he got his contract, and we've seen times where, like, even with James Harden, he got his the, the Adidas contract or the Rockets contract, and, you know, rumors of him doing this with his money and going out partying and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, Capella is an under-the-radar guy. Yeah. He goes to work. He works. He put in the works. I mean, every season he's been with the Rockets. Well, in the league, he's been yeah, in the league with the Rockets. Yeah, he's improved. He has gotten better. Yeah, he's improved every year. I don't year. think the contract stopped him. Nah. And for you to say that, I take it as, okay, I want to win defensive player of the year. I have things I need to improve. I'm going to get to work. Yeah. You are acknowledge what you need to work on. Yeah. To get your goal. But another another big loss I, I don't like about the Rockets is Jeff Brizell. Maybe Jeff Bradley. Yeah, Bradelic. Our, our defense. Our, well, he's a defensive coordinator for the NBA. Our yeah. defensive coach, he, assistant coach, he retired. But out of the blue, too. Yeah, yeah, it was it was out of the blue, and it's just like he was a guy that was masterminding this rebuild of our defense for the last two years. And he, like I said, the Rockets were in top five this year in defense. This past season, I'm sorry. And the year before, they they were in the middle of the pack, and they they slowly and slowly slowly improved. But I just feel I don't know who's going to fill that void. I hope Roy Rogers, the assistant that came with him, can step up and play that, make that defense run. He's also was a pivotal piece that helped Clint Capella develop. He's a great developmental coach, and him and John Lucas. I know John Lucas is going into another year with the Rockets. He helped Capella on his free throw shooting. True. Helped Capella on his, you know what I'm saying, mid-range. His hooks, his, his post moves kind of sort of you could say. And that's why I just feel that. That's, good. that's a big loss as well. But like I said, like you said earlier, I feel the Rocket team is deep. Really, there, really deep. I mean, we looked at the starters, you know. Chris Paul, James Harden. Jay, uh, probably Ennis. Ennis. Ennis PJ let's, Tucker. Let's go roll Ennis, Tucker, then Capella. Then come, coming off the bench. Michael Carter-Williams or Brandon Knight. Yeah, well, for early in the year, you probably going to have Michael Carter-Williams. And I think he's going to be great because he can, he's a longer point guard. Yeah. Cause problem. You're going to give Chris Paul and James Harden time off because now you're not going to have to leave one on yeah. when you bring Eric Gordon in. Because So that's going to be good. You're going to give them time in some of those games where they don't need to really be out there yeah. like that. Yeah. And you still got Gerald Green. You got Gerald Green who can light it up at any given moment. Yep. Then you have Carmelo. Yeah. And, and you still got Mark. I, Marquise Chris is the big signing for me. I'm a big trainer. You know, like, I, I wouldn't be surprised with this offense and with how everything is yeah. set up if we see Marquise Chris take a starting role. Yeah, yeah. Like, I wouldn't like it because when, when Capella goes down and I would stretch offense, I'm kind of – I don't want to see Nene out there because Nene has become a liability. Yeah. Well, it's because of his age. Because of his age. Not because he is not good. Yeah. Just we know what Nene has brought to this league as a player, but, I mean, he's just old now. Yeah. It is what it is. Uh-huh. But you match, you mix, you mix and match Marquise Chris, Eric Gordon, Carmelo, Brandon Knight, MCW. That's loaded. Yeah, it, it is. We're, we're probably 10 to, I'd say 10 to 11 deep. And no, you're not going to always see that, but, I mean, when you – when it comes time to those pivotal moments for foul trouble, uh, gas, 
Yeah. Well, no, we know parodies in the West, no doubt. Oh. Yeah, that, that's where the parodies at. And let's take it further out west. Huh. We're we going to the West Coast. We're going to the West, west Coast. West Side. LeBron. LA. <laughs> they had their media day. Uh-huh. Did you keep up with it? Yeah, I did. I I, I seen pictures. Pictures. I, I seen I seen the the big picture that everyone is LeBron and the young guys and the young cats. Right. That 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 was the biggest eye pop to me. It's just like Man, now they're going to expect LeBron James to mold these young cats. And then I also seen the uh, little clip of the Alonzo Ball not changing his jumper. Yeah, but he also did say he worked on his jumping this offseason. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, he actually changed his shooting form. I, I did see that. Yeah, that, that's... He put on weight. Yeah. Uh, he got a new tattoo. He, boy, boy. he put on weight. <laughs> Let's say one thing about Alonzo, man. Lonzo was a guy last year in his first year. Uh-huh. Gave you... 10, 7, and 7. That's, that's outstanding. Gave you five, four out of the five things you would look for in an NBA player. Yeah. He's a good assist guy. He's going to yeah. find you. Yeah. He can rebound. He can play, play defense. defense. Yeah. And he can get to the rack. Yeah. And he can't shoot. Hey, well, I'm 80% right now. Yeah. You bring in a guy like Rondo, who is going to challenge him, and I wouldn't be surprised if we see Rondo start the season off as a starter. No, no, I don't. I don't see me. I don't think Rondo's going to start, but I think eventually during the season, Rondo will start some games. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Rondo will push him. Oh yeah. Not only that, I think a lot of people. I could be wrong, but behind closed doors, I think a lot of NBA players like Rondo and want him to be good. Yeah. So you bring in the ultimate team superstar, LeBron James. You best believe, you know, hey, man, it's time to work. Yeah. You notice is LeBron been very quiet. Now season starting time, and, I mean, it's LeBron in town. Yeah. And you mentioned LeBron has to mold these guys. For one, it's the first time LeBron has been around a group of young players With that talent. he's not older than. With yeah. Their talent. Yeah, I just he's like you right. I so was it's not going to be that hard to mold. Yeah, I'm going to say he's around young talent that can actually play. Because the young I don't talent think they play. I'm going to cut you off and go right real quick. But I think they are just naturally gravitating to LeBron, especially Kyle Kuzma. Yeah. Especially Josh Hart. Yeah. I think those two guys will play will play pivotal roles for the Lakers moving forward because they're going to need shooters. Yeah. Now, uh, Kyle Kuzma, is he that much of a three-point shooter? No. But he can, he, can shoot, he can get hot. He can get hot. He can get hot. That's Josh Hart is a he was a four-year player. Yeah, four. Yeah, four-year player. He understands his role. He plays a winner. He yeah. can shoot the ball as well. Yeah. He he's a complete. I can say he's almost a complete point, a complete guard, not a point guard, but guard. Because he can play both. He can play both guards. I think he's a complete player. You're right. Yeah, he's a complete guard, and so. And he, he brings that grit, that, that, that attitude, that hunger, that chip on his shoulder as being a younger guy saying, hey, hey, I got Lonzo Ball. I play, me and Lonzo Ball played summer league the first year together. Second, Lonzo Ball's not on the summer league team. I'm on the summer league team. I win. Yeah, he won MVP. And it's like he has something to prove like, hey, I can play. I, I can ball. Yeah, you're not just going to yeah, trade me off. Yeah, exactly. You're just not going to sign Rondo and say, hey, we ain't got room for three guards. You're going to make room for three guards. No, I can hoop. Yeah. 
and that, and that's why I feel Josh Hart is going to come in and he's going to push that 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 guard room as well when it comes to that, and he he's going to get in there and, and demand some playing time, and that's going to help out with LeBron James and the rest of the young guys. And healthy for yeah, he's going to have a good rotation. Um, you know, LeBron even admitted, you know, we're not where we need to be to win a championship. Oh, of course not. Of course not. People call me a fool for saying this. I think the Lakers have the talent to win and well, to be fourth seed in the West. Mm-hmm. And I look at what's going on because it is carry out West, especially in L.A. Yeah. You know, Magic didn't bring in Luke Walton. Jeannie did. Yeah. I don't know if Luke is on a short lease. I don't think so. Here's why. You're going to have to eventually run into those Oakland Warriors. Go to state, right? Oakland Super Team, yeah. Uh-huh. No, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Super Team. Well, that guy coached them. And they had a winning record against the Warriors last season. Yeah. And this is going to be one of the first few times where I think that the pace – in order for the Lakers to really be good, the pace is going to actually be fast, oh. like it, it was last season. And you look at LeBron and his teams, they're never really in top ten when it comes to pace. No. But I think that's because the teams he's been on has been really old. It, it, that's exactly what it is. Like, I mean, that, take away Kyrie, Jr. had been in the league for how long? Nine years, ten years. Kevin, JR, not JR, uh, Richard Jefferson had been in the league for how long? Richard Jefferson, he signed signed D Wade, old. He also signed um, who else he brought in? Jeff Green. Jeff Green, old. old. Even in Miami, yeah. You know, you had D Wade who had been in the league for you know, fifteen years. Fifteen. Well, I mean, when he when he first got to Miami. Oh, oh, when he first, yeah. Was it nine years, eight years? Oh, when he first got to Miami, it was nine years. Okay. Chris Bosh is a big. I mean, Chris Bosh can run. Yeah. But he, he's a big. It's not, it's not that much pace you can do yeah. with him. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you brought this point up. That's what LeBron James wants to do. LeBron James, you always watch LeBron James in the Cleveland College before the season. What does he always say? We're not there because we're not conditioned. This team he got, oh, they're going to get him conditioned. Brian, Brandon Ingram's going to run. Lonzo Ball is going to run. He is going to push the pace. Exactly. So, every, every guy he got, they're going to run. And so, fine, maybe LeBron James can come out first part of the season. I got to be in shape. I got to be. Ain't no, man, let me go ahead and wait, you know what I'm saying, get 10 games in and then say, oh, yeah, we, we just not there condition-wise. We're not there ready to run. These guys, they're young. This is a they new run. style of basketball. We getting it going. That's why you got the young coach, Luke Walton. We getting it going. And what made the Lakers so much better on the I don't, I don't want to say that it was I gotta look at their numbers when it comes to defensive numbers but what made them better than the year previously and of course Julius Randle took a big leap he was a guy that could run yeah he took a big leap last season who was now in New Orleans yeah you know they were running so much on offense that it was trans transitioning into the defensive style of play yeah you playing guys they're kind of tired now yeah Exactly. Y'all y'all just getting warmed up and started. They kinda tired. Oh yeah. So they running and running, running and running and, running and, and, and not the team is like hold on now. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You know, cut it down a little bit. Yep. yep. You can find what the Lakers uh defensive rank was last season. And defensive rating because now look at Alonzo Ball who played played tremendously 
on defense for his first season. I mean, he's a guy that can make the run. Yeah, the Lakers were actually in the top half. In defense. Yeah, defense. They were number 13 in defensive rating. That's that's pretty good. That's pretty good. For, for a young, young team, team. For a young team. And I, you would be a fool to say the fact that them running mm-hmm. ain't had nothing to, to do with them getting back on transition. Yeah. Or, 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 or you know, wearing out other teams. I mean, they had to win a record against the best team in the league. Yeah. The NBA champion. Yeah. And they brought it to him every time they played. Exactly. And, so, we, and we watched, I watched him here in Houston when Kuzma got hot. Well, I think for like 31 and couldn't. He couldn't miss in Toyota Center. I think he missed maybe two shots in two games in Toyota Center this past season, the last season. And it's like that team, like it's just so much talent that LeBron James has never had at the beginning of the season. Never. With that can able to run as young as a whole. Because yeah. He's had he's had two Hall of Fame talents. He's yeah. had D Wade and Chris Bosh. I mean, he's had Kyrie and Kevin Love. Yeah. But, but he's never had a full team of Lonzo Ball. Josh Hart, Kyle Kuzma, uh, Brandon uh, Ingram, Brandon Ingram, who is a guy who I think at his peak can possibly be a Kawhi Leonard type. No, player. I think he could be or Kevin Durant. Durant. I mean, you, however you want to put it, he has he has all, like see. Well, I don't ba- think he's as good as a shooter as Durant is. But, but, but see, like in, see, basketball is funny because it's not that you have the super, but you have a guy if you can do it all, that means it can be done. It can be done. So now all you have to do is just do it on a consistent night. And with Brandon Ingram. All he got to do is still is the confidence. The kid has long arms, wiry frame. A very good mid-range. Yeah, exactly. He can go anywhere. He can pick his spots on the court. He can do it. It's just doing it on a consistent basis. And that's where a lot of people get confused when it comes to basketball or football or another sport. It's just consistency in the NBA. When you average 20 points, that's that's good because it's like, this is a night where you can go 30 points next night, two points. Now your average is at 15. Or 16.15.5. That's and if he can do it consistently, he could be that Kevin Durant type player. I know that's kind of high praise, but he has all the tools. He can, he can do all the things. Like you said, a great mid range shooter. He can shoot outside. He can dribble. He can go to anybody want. He just he has that so confidence that makes him a better defender. Yeah. So he just has to do it consistently, and that's that's the only thing I see just just slowing him down. And that he's not where people wanted to be at because being the number two pick when he came out of out of Duke, everybody expected him to be superstar. Him and D'Angelo, I mean D'Angelo Russell, they were supposed to take out and it's like, hold on, wait a minute. He's nineteen, yeah, 19 years old. 18, 19 years old. Like he's young. He still has time to grow. Now twenty one, grown man. Now now he's starting to form into his body. What he, what he's gonna be? And he's putting on some weight. Yeah, it's yeah. It's not like he's bulking up. But yeah, yeah. He, he Kevin Durant, can you bench one eighty five? He's putting on some weight. Yeah. This is. You're right. First time LeBron has ever had this much talent overall. Yeah. And I think the only position that they are lacking there right now is the center position. See, I don't think they are because they have the right center for their system. Exactly. And I was about to say. And then they also have reports that Michael Beasley is going to be the backup center. So now you add another guy that likes to score and likes to run at your center position. Yeah, this team is gone. I forgot they had Beasley. Yeah. Beasley is also another guy. Instant score. On on any given night, you know, you want to get LeBron rest or whatever the case is, Beasley can come in exactly and drop 20 points. Easy. Instantaneously. Oh, and don't forget, you also have Lance Stevenson who... Born ready. Who can make plays. Born ready. Oh, then you also have Rajon Rondo. Who, oh, who? And if he gives you any playoff Rondo, look Lance out. Right. Look out, Lakers. Look Lakers. out. Look out, NBA. Oh. 
right. Hopefully, no injuries and uh, and I think they have the perfect coach for this situation. Yeah, yeah. For this situation, this is and the biggest thing. When, when is the last time you heard from Lamar Ball? I think when um, whew, draft night. <laughs> Or a little after in the midway season, of the Lakers when he was early in the season when he was trying to fight Luke Walton because he ain't playing my son right. The last time I heard from him was when LeBron signed to LA. Oh, okay. He probably said congratulations. Nah, you know, you know Lamar. He just, he this, just this Lonzo team. It's still, it's still Lonzo team. team. Him and LeBron gonna run but together. You haven't heard from him lately. No, nah, you haven't. You know what it is. He, 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 real recognize real. Listen, and I think. I could be wrong on this. I think he knows LeBron can tap into Alonzo can bring better than anybody because now as, as a you're not on his team, Dad. Not at all. You over there, you worrying about Lamelo and Leangelo, and it looks like Leangelo is about to take up the family business. Yeah, he needs to because um, yeah, because because uh, what's called the youngest one, he grew to six seven or something. Yeah, that's crazy. That is crazy. And he looked like a better uh, basketball player. Yeah, he does. So yeah. maybe overseas help. I don't know. No, I didn't say age. Age helped on him. Age helped. Yeah, because they was playing. They was playing. They was playing in Lamar Rec League when it came to overseas. Bro. Old man just trying to trying to get a run. Or the YMCA, you know what I'm saying? Like in like. Old. <laughs> I got next. Yeah, it, it, it was, that's that's the type of league. Put your name on the board if you got next. I mean, but you know another thing I don't like. I hate that. L- Lifetime Fitness Sky Court that's in LA that everybody seems to go to and who everybody's ninety nine. What's up with that? But everybody's ninety nine. It is can IG hit a between the legs spins off the bank for a shot. Yes, yes. YG, Mister. Hey, YG. One of the two and booted. Yes, YG. He looked good. I'm just like, man, we got get get that court out of here. I need this court. <laughs> get the court out of here. Mister. Tooted and booted became Mister. Shooted and passes. Look like an all star. That, that everybody on ninety nine. But he try, he trying to get his Percy Miller on. I ain't mad at him. Man, I ain't mad at him. Uh, I think that's we're gonna wrap up the happy hour was, on that. We're definitely gonna get some kicking in the field this week. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We are going to get everything up this week. Yes. Big yes. opportunities for the site. Yeah. Uh, for the team. Uh, getting Man. some more contributors on. Yeah, yeah, most most definitely. So oh. And what we're going to look towards doing, uh, we're in the works of making it a one-stop shop for everything now. So, yeah. of course, we bring sports. But we're going to start looking for writers and podcasters for culture. Yeah. Uh, if you want to talk about cooking, come come, come, come holler at us. Come holler at us. So, you can find this on YouCanArgueThatSports.com. Uh, I start with TSU Wednesday. Hey, congratulations, my boy. I want to shout out God because I had a serious talk. With God, and I said, "Hey, yo, G, listen, hey, yo, Big G, if you find a way—not even if—can you find a way for me to get into the media without having to go back to school? Make that happen for your boy." Two years later, wham, bam. Thank you, the Big man. G. I was yeah, able to say, "Man, yeah." Uh, so shout out to that. Uh, what I want to do next time is we're going to talk about shows we watch. Yeah. We're going to get to some more fun. And we need to get a girl back on. Yeah, we do. We definitely need to do that. So until next time, take your drink with you on the way home. Move your seats and put them back to where they came from. This is, you can argue that sports, the happy hour. Let's get it.